This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Neds. Josh, you won't believe which Victorian club is circling for Eagles youngster Harley Reid. Is it Essendon? Well, you got to click on it. What do you mean? It's clickbait. Is it Essendon or not? You have to click on it. It's Essendon. Georgia just texted me it. Well, God. Which Victorian club's jersey would Reid look best in? Um, okay, I know this. Um, Carlton, it's a pretty bold strip. Maybe... Maybe nah, Geelong, nah. he's like, he's kind of from that nah, area. Uh, 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 nah. Hang on. No. Just the, click it. You get way less drivel than this on the Neds app with the rap. Stay up to date with the latest videos, articles, including insights, tips, and analysis, plus Ned's unique take on everything about your favorite sports and racing codes. But it's not just AFL. There's NBA, UFC, horsey racing, and NRL news, plus much more. Download the Neds app now and look for the rap tab for the latest content taken to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome to an all-new podcast. If you followed us over from the Full Credit Podcast on Spotify, you might see some similarities on this show, but for copyright reasons, you're wrong, (laughs) and they actually are not there. Every week on Kick It Forward, the podcast, we'll bring you the weirdest stories from the sporting world, and you might even learn something alongside me, as always, a Giorgio Savini and Harry Fitzgerald in new surroundings. Oh, my God, how beautiful is the new studio, guys? Oh, my amazing Pleasure to be back. On the wall. God, vacation's over. Decent break. Yeah, it was a a pretty big break. Lots Um, of time to prep. How about that song, guys? The intro song. That's uh, thanks to our good friend Sammy from The Beefs. Mm. Um, That is a wonderful, wonderful bespoke piece by him for us. We went to Sammy because amongst our friends, The Beefs are a bit of like a a cult following. You kind of got me into them too, actually, Harry. And, you know, they don't have the biggest like set list, but we like a lot of their songs. We use them often for videos and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we hit him up, hey, mate, do you want to make some intro? He's like, yeah, bro. And he sent us three options, oh, which we'll utilise the over the program. Seriously. Uh, so thank you, Sammy. He's also in the video playing the t- guitar, which you might have seen this week. Giorgio. Uh, boys, uh, last year, obviously, uh, listeners that were with us last year, they they know, they know might know and remember that um, we're pretty big into stings and a lot of silliness last year. We've grown of, up. We don't care anymore. noises and stings. Nah, they're, they're in the past. Look, yeah. We're turning a new leaf funny. here. We're, we're moving on. We're going to leave all that behind. We're a little bit more mature yeah. this year. Wait, what? what's, what's that noise? What is it? Oh, no. We're back. And I lied about not having stings and fart noises. Oh, stunning. Oh, yeah. You had me going, Georgia. Uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just say something quickly, Giorgio? That was a fantastic sting. I've also made a couple of new ones today. Oh, Did, you have? Didn't put that much effort into it compared oh. to oh, that. I get carried away with them. I spend like two hours on it um, and then I don't have anything else to say for the rest of the pod. But, hey, sings <laughs> Did is Did you here. like the gong? I'm big on gongs, I was about to say. <laughs> 
Gongs are I'm in. I'm really into gongs now. You're gonna, they're going to feature a lot. Save it for the summer findings because one of the things we I asked you to do over the summer, I don't know how much you've actually done, um, but I said, hey, if you think of anything over the summer, we'll get to that later on in the pod. I just want to explain this switch basically. We, yeah. we were sort of waiting around um, and it was no one's direct fault. We loved working with MIK. That's Dylan and Sarah, if you yeah. ever heard us speaking about them. We love working with Spotify, Leah and another Sarah as well. Um, but it just so happened that a lot of things were in the air and we just started prepping for potentially not having a Spotify contract and we got to the point where we're like, you know what, we'll, we'll just make the Kick we'll It Forward go. podcast and see how we go. And um, we got word that there probably wouldn't be funding and it was no one's no one's fault. But yep. Spotify have been really supportive, so have been MIK. So we thought we enjoyed making the pod so much, whether, it, whether or not it was a massive part that people listened to. We had a really strong, small following. So like, fuck it, let's just roll it back again. But We're for back. copyright reasons, it's very different. Well, Josh, yep. you've basically been not telling me certain things over the summer because you wanted to save <laughs> it for this very moment right now. All right, okay, so we'll get into the summer findings. So this is something very important to us and I hope – I hope. Oh, actually, Harry, can you can you dim the lights a bit? Like, Yeah, yeah, they're down. They're I, I'll just grab – It's I'll the, audio, you know there's no light. No, on no, but like it's a bit bright. I'll just – I'll press the dimmer switch. Oh, no, this is a zimmer switch. <laughs> Oh, no, that's pretty funny, eh? Like, <laughs> how about you just play the summer findings to you? Oh. so hard, though. Yes, yeah, okay. Back to school, back to school, to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. Summer findings. I hate that that would have taken you ten minutes. Mine took two hours, two hours, and yours shat all over mine. It's so much fucking fun. Uh, that kind of that trumpet music there, I imagine, would be playing when you're leaving work, like leaving the office and about to go on two weeks holiday. Yeah, that's the feeling. See, if I'd done that, I would have probably purchased a trumpet and like learned it myself <laughs> yeah. and spent time doing that. And Josh was like, "Cool, so what do you prep for the pod?" I was like, "Oh, just a sting, oh, just, just a one single just one sting." sting. <laughs> uh, guys, a lot, lot of time. We had a lot of time between pods. It's like seven months or something like that. Uh, anything that stuck out for you, Harry, I'll let you start. Mm, yeah, I watched no sport over summer. You know, I, this is a sport pod, you know? Yeah, well, no, when a brain surgeon's on holiday, they don't do brain surgery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't they, mate? Are you, are you okay. saying you're about to be so on top of sport now that the pod's about? You're, <laughs> no, you're going to be fucking all over Don't it. put that expectation on me. <laughs> no, a couple of quick things, guys. Um, met the Prime Minister, that was pretty funny. Uh, ran into my dentist at Fringe World. Um, what? Yeah, that was kind of – Yeah, it was, was it 2.30? Yeah. Just it's kind hot, of funny saying – The hot it. one that you reckon – No, well, hey, he is hot. I've got a new dentist <laughs> since that other hot one. Um, but it's great to see the dentist out. He's a good guy. Um, and uh, hey, I want to quickly touch on a wedding I was at over the weekend. So um, dance floor was heaving, right? Had the groom on my shoulders at one stage – but I split my pants when I put him down. What's with the blowouts? I feel like that's a big thing at weddings is guys blowing out Yeah, their pants. well, when you do like a giant – I put him down like forwards, like a big bow down and it's just like – but then like people, you know, kind of caught wind of what was going on or I just showed him anyway. And um, they like just like slowly ripping it more apart and more apart until I eventually came home with just one leg completely exposed. Mm. <laughs> right. That, you so. were just wearing pant. 
Yeah, Bloody I was wearing pants. Um, another fun thing on the dance floor was actually my, my two housemates um, had a bit of a wrestle and uh, one of them popped their shoulder out. Which one? So that was in Jake. Yeah, oh. popped his shoulder out. Was it a friendly wrestle? That or? was, well, at 3 a.m. after 100 beers. Oh, uh, yes, you could say it was a friendly. Yeah, it was a friendly. No, yeah, yeah, friendly. No bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, complete accident. Um, but the, another funny thing, after the recovery, we get home um, and another housemate of mine, Driz, has already got home. He has ordered Uber Eats but fallen asleep. So the rest of us housemates got home. And nailed his Maccas. That's wow. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's awesome. And we were laughing so much while we were doing it. But trying not to wake him. What do you order? Yeah, yeah. What do you order? Well, he, ordered, he orders this. He ran me through it earlier actually. He orders this like Angus burger but takes out everything like no onion, no this, no sauce, no lettuce, no tomato, whatever. What? Whatever. And adds ke- like ketchup. What do you get? a glamour like, cheeseburger I'm or like, something? mate, that's a cheeseburger. <laughs> that's, so that's a $14 cheeseburger. Yeah. Um, that was my whole summer. Yeah, because most of them happened this weekend. So you failed. All right, who's, who's next? Well, I, I, oh, I went well. to like 10 weddings, just give you on the back of the wedding thing and let you do yours, G. And um, big weddings, like the, my age and my girlfriend's age, there's a lot of weddings we had to go to. But there's a couple of things I, I noticed that they, it doesn't happen and it's a bit upsetting. And um, yeah, I was a bit, bit upset about it. Um, you know when you're growing up and they always they like look around, whether it's British or US movies, mm. and they were like... If anyone out there does not see these two fit to be wed, then speak now, forever, hold your peace. Mm. Never happens no at one Australian weddings. Well, no one ever says it. When have you ever been to a wedding where they go, hey, does anyone want, despite ha- them paying um, $90,000 for this hey. wedding? Um, haven't you seen Shrek? Yeah, I've seen Shrek, but no one does in real That's life, Giorgio. Wait, Shrek is fake? Shrek is fake. So <laughs> I'm saying we were fucking ripped off our whole lives. No, what, Josh? I'm not helping this either. I was actually, another part of my summer, I was an unofficial celebrant. And I didn't give anyone the opportunity give them to object. You know, 99% of the time they won't, but that one time it'd be pretty funny. We should just turn up to random weddings and object. But you need to be given the opportunity. Opportunity. That's what I'm saying. We, we oh. fucked the whole... It, isn't, it doesn't even exist. What, so what? There, there could be people in the crowd that are like, I can't wait to object. Yeah. And like, oh, I never had the chance. The only reason I came is because I love her and wanted to, to break <laughs> up. And we were, we've been spoiled. And even if it's some drunk person who decides to ruin the wedding, me not being emotionally invested with my girlfriend's friend's wedding, I'd just be there eating popcorn and be fantastic. Uh, what did you learn? <laughs> well, just before we go to Giorgio, you, what, you were ripping on me for my summer findings. <laughs> and then Mate, I've got three pages. I'm, I'm going to get oh, to mine. Okay. I'm letting oh, him. That, that wasn't even it. Okay, sorry. No, that was sorry. just a parlay off the back of yours. Can't wait. Boys, we are a sports, sports podcast predominantly. Just a quick catch up. Don't worry, I related to that out. Um, recently on sport, uh, you know, lots of sports things have happened since yeah. we last recorded. You know, uh, LeBron. Broke the all-time point scorer record. Uh, Leo Messi winning the World Cup. Uh, I'm sure there's more that, that, that I'm glazing over. But one major sporting feat that isn't talked about enough. Uh, is this your summer finding? Is, this is my summer finding. Me and Harry at Drizzis 30th went six for six in beer pong shots and won without missing a shot. And it's not talked about enough. Oh, yeah, we did that. We did that. <laughs> that was I pretty think good. about it all the time. Well, I'll never do it again in my life with I, anyone. I forgot about it because it happened so fast. I it dare was... say that um, LeBron's effort is a bit harder. But, um, yeah, no, that is, it is pretty hard, though. Like, it is tough. But what, what about the whole thing if you get two in the same cup? Yeah, we just kept getting balls back. So we just wow. shot and we just didn't miss. And there were a couple of people, like, over That's the night that kept coming up. And we're like, hey, remember when you just didn't miss? And I was like, yeah. 
Yeah, I do. And some guy came up and was like, and I hey, still remember. Hey, man, like, do you mind if I get a photo with you? That was a yeah. good part of summer. Gee, uh, Josh and I went to a meeting um, a couple of weeks ago at an, uh, like an advertising agency and um, uh, on the way there, Josh um, thought he'd, you know, kill some time by having a tiramisu, <laughs> which I thought was quite interesting. But then the most, the most wacky observation from, from this meeting, we roll in and the, the meeting's kind of st- set up in like the general staff area. Josh helps himself to a banana out of the star fruit bowl. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Uh, and then he thought he'd double down on the way out. He grabs an apple. <laughs> They're trying to woo us. They can give me fucking three dollars in fruit. Hey, where's my invite to an advertising <laughs> yeah. agency? Uh, Harry, uh, do you, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about it later. Um, they gave us a million dollars. Sorry, you weren't there. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, another thing, a couple of weeks ago, I saw a couple of young Australia Post posties having a beer in full uniform. Wow. But they were kind of like, they looked really, really like young compared to your normal, um, I guess, postie that's cruising around. Next time you do that, you get to see something iconic like that. Can you just like film it in slow-mo for me and send it? I'd be able to use it. Oh, you do videos and stuff, don't you? <laughs> um, one more or oh, two more things here. Pineapple is a fairly consistent fruit. And and why do um, why do girls always refer to their friends as girlfriends, but boys don't refer to their friends as boyfriends? You know, there's a lot to that. because yeah. um, I see you guys as boyfriends. Yeah, I want yeah. Boyf- I want boyfriends. Your life you, partners actually. Just quickly on the back of that, um, we've we've been a, we're gonna gather around in round five, mm. the three of us and oh, also what three are we of the gonna boys. gather around. Yeah, exactly. Shit name. But um, I love it. The Airbnb, we have, all the Airbnbs are gone and we, we applied for one Airbnb and the woman immediately replied and said, hey, excuse me, um, I just want to know, are you guys like, are you, like, are you guys a family, are you friends? It's like, we are all um, not part of a family, we're just like friends. She goes, I'm sorry, we've had bad experiences in the past, we will not be able to rent you the Airbnb. And then I go to her, well, the thing is, Janet, these guys are like brothers to me. And staying with them, we are kind of a big old family. And I wrote this back in the Airbnb chat after she just cancelled it. And um, she replies, well, can you give me some reference? I was like, well, I'm just joking. I don't actually think we're family. She immediately left the conversation. Oh, no, Janet, down. come on. Listen come on. Janet. Something tells me it wouldn't have worked out. Anything else, Harry? No, nah, that's it. It's pretty good. Oh, though. boys, before we move on, I, I haven't fucking of... said mine yet. Let me say mine. Oh, no one cares. <laughs> Okay, we're welcome to Josh's Summer Catch-Up. A couple of things. Completed the Oz Open with um, Giorgio. Yeah, nice. Ticked off, completed. um, UFC 284 in Perth. We completed that. That was easy. Tick. Guys bashing each other. Oh, fun thing with that. Jack Jenkins, uh, the guy from Backers Marsh, just broke about, has broken five guys' legs. Yeah. Interesting. Interviewed a couple of guys there. How many legs does that guy have? Um, tied to Ivasa, he did the interview with me and, I, and, and stuff and he, he walked in and people were filming him as he did it because uh, he was like getting his butt out to his mate Tyson Pedro. I filmed it and he had a big blunt behind his ear and I filmed it and then a couple of people DM me like, is that a giant blunt behind Gee, his ear? Up. And I was like, oh, I don't think he cares. I think it's illegal but he might have a medical certificate or something but it was behind his ear and his big fat one, good on him. Yeah, trying to arrest him. Um, the funniest thing about the, uh, the UFC being in Perth, no one really commented on the fact that Dana White had like basically bashed his missus at a club pretty recently. (laughs) Yeah, very recently. (laughs) Pretty recently. Just ignore that one. Um, uh, Where's Wally intro slaps? That was was what I wrote down as one of my findings. Do you guys remember that Where's Wally intro? 
No. Do you have it prepared? I do. If you, you can just pad for me quickly. Yeah, we're not pad. editing hey, this. Hey, we can, we're you not made, editing. A, hey, you made some... a real point about not editing. <laughs> hey, and I'm not padding. Leave silence. Dead <laughs> no, silence. I'll, I'll pad. I'll pad because I was going to say, Jay, so far Josh's summer findings aren't that good. Are I've got no, more. I've got someone more. Someone who gave us a lot <laughs> of shit uh, about I've got, I've got the um, intro to well, Where's Wally, Where's Wally if you guys want it. Okay, yeah, go. Sam. Are we padded for a long time now? Where's Wally? Georgia, you seem a bit stunned at how cool it is. Not in your head and that. It's pretty cool. All right, you get it. Kind of like the uh, song from Arthur when they're talking about library cards. Having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. Anyone remember that? Uh, a bit niche, but uh, I don't know. I remember Arthur like being a great one. And you know the biggest thing, I think I've brought this up before, the most annoying thing about Arthur is like they're dogs or moles or something, but they've got pet dogs. So are they gigantic or something? I don't know. Are they mutant dogs? They but yet they also have pet dogs. Can no, the pet dogs are. talk? They are gigantic. No one brings it. Are they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you Arthur, done with your Arthur findings? told me. I've just got one thing. Um, we also did a video on the AFL about training the house down. We had a shout out and it was a, like a pretty monumental shout out. I think it, it's worth raising, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, like, like I have no idea what, what I'm sort of shackling for the 200, but um, Josh Garland would, would say I've been training the house down. <laughs> Oh, the fastest Huge. man Huge, want to tell the fans who that is, yeah. Roland Browning, fastest man in Australia. Yeah, right. Amazing. Um, I think, um, it, 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 I'd, thanks, Rowan. I don't know, I didn't know he's a massive fan of the pod, but the funniest bit, I had a friend who's a reporter at the, the press conference and it was about 19 minutes in and he was like, what the fuck just happened? Why? <laughs> yeah, I love that. No I one got that. it. The it's crossover like, that nobody <laughs> asked for. It's the recall. Like, was he going in there and planning to say that? Or had he watched it a minute before the interview? Or? Yeah, I, I don't Did you like transfer him $2,000 before that interview? Um, another finding, Doesn't Giorgio has an eight pack and it's a way better rig than us. Yeah, he's also got oh. glasses on today. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no one gave me a nerd alert button. I'm 30 heads up. on Thursday, boys. I, I wear glasses to read now, all yeah, right? It's yeah. just. Not make fun of Are you 30? No, it's a good eight on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, the last one of us. Thank Congratulations. You, yep. It's about uh, how many people will be at my party as well. Uh, also, Harry had a 30th and Pat gave me an atomic wedgie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we need to, to organise some new ones. I don't really know you. Pat that well. But, guys, a um, bit of a grievance to raise in this uh, after the summer finals. I was in Melbourne on Friday, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I got an Atomic Wedgie. I'm having a jovial time. Don't really know Harry's friends that, so I'm putting my best foot forward. Turn around, grab a beer. And my Legend. undies are over my head. And I was like, I thought at 21, at the latest, Atomic Wedgies were done. They were ripped to shreds. This I've got something to bring up. Apparently, it was a hit. Ordered by <laughs> the birthday boy himself, Harry Fitz. You sent Pat in, were filming, got distracted and turned away and left Pat there. So then no one's filming and I'm just there and sprayed him for two days. Yeah, this, this, um, this actually... Uh, you know what makes sense now? The message I got from Pat on the weekend. So you guys are obviously together <laughs> talking about this moment. Now, what I, from my recollection, Josh and uh, Giorgio, I reckon we both saw the opportunity for the wedgie. Pat probably said something like, should I do it? And I would have gone, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and but, that was that. But who did it? Yeah, good point. Possession mm. is nine-tenths of the law and he had my undistracted. Well done. So, th uh, so that's all my summer finals. It's a long... Thanks for class. Oh. Is that the best you've got? We had to we had to live those summer findings in real time. I think. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to hear any more? Or do you have uh, no, I don't. I don't. But I do. Should we move on? No, no, no. Uh, last season, I had a little segment about 
uh, some sports facts and obviously had to make a new sting about it, which I can't wait to play. Why do I have to make a new sting? It's not like this is like the old pond. Cool sports facts. Oh, yeah. Interesting. That was awesome. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell uh, us. <laughs> um, badminton was it origin was originally called Pune? <laughs> Is it uh, f- from India or the subcontinent or something? India. Nice. Correct answer. India. India. Okay. Yeah. Store yeah. that away for the next quiz night. Pune. Store it away. Night. Stored. <laughs> hey, I'm still storing it. If anyone ever no, wins, I can't store if anyone it. ever gets a quiz night. Correct from a fact I've given them. I think I'll just be over the moon. God, it's bright in here. Oh, damn, I pressed the Zimmer switch. (laughs) I'm so inspired. Oh, yeah, here we go. What's this going to lead us into? Uh, Should we move on? Yeah. (laughs) All right. ASAP. Let's go to the all-new segment, which resembles nothing of the previous one. Nadia Bartel poos for the first time in a day. It was better than Leo. The Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ricciardo. They came bounding over. The headlines. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. I was worried that maybe uh, Stings wouldn't be, be as good, but that's, that's good. So far they're better. So yeah. far they're better. Oh, so you guys saying we need a little... <laughs> okay. All <laughs> okay. um, right, oh, guys, so this is... This is the headlines. We talk about through the headlines of the week. We bring something to the table each week. We're basically like a some somewhat, you know, the editor of a newspaper and we're discussing what it is. Everyone submitted them. Some are by me, some aren't. So sorry if they're poorly read. Here we go. South Sudan's national basketball team have qualified for the FIBA World Cup. But Captain Kwani Kwani's participation in the historic event saw his pro contract terminated. So congratulations to South Sudan. But sorry, Kwani Kwani. You know, I started reading about this and I only got one sentence in because I read world's newest country, South Sudan. Well, they, yeah, so the craziest thing about this is the fact that so many Australian basketball, South Sudanese Australian basketballers, because they fled South Sudan because of the genocide, um, they have reassembled. So all these guys have, have, you know, migrated to other countries and then they've become pros because South Sudanese guys are generally pretty tall, quite athletic, and they also have a strong affiliation with basketball. Um, so there's about four or five um, South Sudanese Australians playing the team. There would be more, but they're actually in two good contracts that mm. they can't. Thon Maker was a South Sudanese. Yeah, correct. Thon Maker, Atar, Atir Majuk. Um, there's another guy, I think it's Mango, Manak. Uh, there's quite a few that were Australian, South Sudanese that made it to the NBA. Um, another one is Dwarp Reith, the guy from Perth as well. So there's, they're, they're so successful. And the fact they've won, like, Africa is... To get entry to the FIBA World Cup, you have to be a certain level. And a lot of these, a lot of these teams, like these um, African nation teams, have been working together for so long, have a fair bit of money, like Angola and stuff. And they finish top of their pool, they smash a bunch of people, a uh, bunch of teams. So it's, it's, it's a really cool story, but it sucks about Kwani Kwani, who's another South Sudanese Australian, who got fired by his Finnish team for competing. He was finished. Doesn't seem fair. Hey, guys, the FIBA World Cup, so August, yeah. coming out, it's hosted in... Indonesia, Japan, and the Philippines. Yeah, why three countries? Because they share the um, the cost. Because all these things cost heaps of money, and it looks bad in a nation to like all these governing bodies, like the IOC and stuff. Previously, you've spent like nineteen billion dollars on a one-off tournament. It's kind of mm. it can often bankrupt 
sporting organisations if they don't make the money back. Okay, okay. Now, Philippines loves basketball and they could probably host themselves. It's also like pretty corrupt, but it's sort of just better for the whole Southeast Asian region to share it and then I think there's parts of it anyway. But it's funny because that was where that Australian team got bashed was in the Philippines when they played. Okay. So, it's, yeah. It's all over the place. Oh, the big fight. Are, um, are Australia a shout? Yeah, I was looking at the team the other day. It's pretty cool, like... Even with Ben Simmons, like, doing whatever he's doing, if he wants to play, if he doesn't, like, the if, today Xavier Cook signed with the Washington Wizards on a three-year deal. Like, we've got ten players all in the NBA, like Dyson Daniels. Josh Giddy, Josh Giddy, this guy, um, Therese Proctor is at Duke right now, like... Matisse Seibel on a new team. Yeah. Well. yeah I, was, a, I was writing up on all this too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a whole new wave of players coming through, so it's not, like, as much as you'll probably have Ingles and Paddy Mills there just as to, to, continue the, to continue the legacy... Far out, they're in good hands. Like they could be a, again. They'll be knocking down the door each time now, which is pretty cool. And Dyson Daniels is going to be so freaking good in that level. It's great and giddy. We should definitely have some kind of alert for anything news related about Giddy. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll work on it. Okay, <laughs> nice. Copyright pending. Australian turned Irish rugby star Mac Hansen showed his roots last week, dropping an F-bomb live on air as he helped the world number one side to victory despite previously struggling to even get a call-up for the Wallabies, who are currently ranked seventh. I haven't played at Murrayfield yet, so fingers crossed I can make that. Oh, f- oh pardon, pardon, pardon. Oh, make, <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. Bloody Irishman. He was, I don't know, potty mouths. <laughs> Just like you. Swearing everywhere. Effing C. <laughs> um, yeah, so Mac Hansen couldn't apparently make an, a, a domestic side, let alone uh, the domestic league, let alone um, a Wallaby side. And now he's in the best team in the world, the Ireland right now. And apparently this this rule was brought in to limit Australia taking all the Islander nation teams and having them come to Australia and New Zealand, basically saying you can return to your um, team of origin, like Samoa or Tonga, if you've potentially grown up or your parents are from Tonga. So you couldn't be claimed by a country. It was a way for people to go back to their country of mm-hmm. origin and play for them. But what's happened is all these Australian and Kiwi and South Africans that might be on the fringe of those teams and, might, you know, might for any reason might not be able to crack it. Maybe there's a guy in their position or something. Now getting them call up with like Scotland, Ireland, England, France and all the, and Italy. Insane. And now they're, so the northern, <laughs> the northern hemisphere sides are benefiting from this rule that was brought in to limit Australia. It's pretty funny. I just love the idea of some rookie, like rookie just playing their local club and then one day playing in like the biggest stadium in the world. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. It's cool. Love saying that. Uh, okay, move on. The AFL is almost back with a bang, and we don't need the bombers exploding as early as round one. <laughs> <laughs> AFL season, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah? You haven't got a f- smile on your face. Mm, yeah, but I don't know. It's just kind of winter comes with it, you know. There's no such thing as winter findings. I'm They're, excited. I'm I excited. have them. Oh, you've got, you have heaps of them. new Google Doc. Okay, can we start from the top here, guys? Yeah. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, Josh. What's going on with Gil? First of all, the top dog, he's just hanging around. Just yeah, hanging no around. No CEO. No CEO. Yeah, they're getting a new one or what? Well, I think, you know, they've been talking about certain guys, but it, I was talking to my mate who's smart and in business world, that's not me, as you can, as you probably guys yeah, probably were speaking earlier. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good chat we had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> copyright pending. It's often a bad thing if they're, you know, trying to control too much. They're worried about legacy. I guess they're, they are worried about the whole um, racism inquest that's happening with Hawthorne mm. with Alistair Clarkson, arguably 
the the league's best coach maybe ever right now. So yeah. he's hanging around from that. But guys, preseason optimism. No one's more optimistic about a player or a team than in the preseason. Georgie, would you agree? Uh, yeah, and I fall into this category myself as an optimistic West Coast fan. I think deep down, I know we're going to suck, but yeah, I, so we did well against Port. who? We we did. You we West did. Coast. Oh, okay. What yeah, did you yeah. contribute? Um, you know, energy. Good energy. Uh, and then we got smashed by Adelaide. And then I got, uh, yeah, came crashing back down to earth. <laughs> yeah, there was a massive spanking from Adelaide. But I just love the optimism with the articles. We saw West Coast themselves put out an article that said, um, West Coast is targeting, Eagles target getting better. Someone, yeah, someone wrote good, that. It's a good it's goal. Good. You'd hope no, so. No, I think Simo said that. Oh, but it was, the head, it was the headline for the oh, article. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, hey, tag uh, Josh, who are you supporting this season? Uh, everyone having a good time. Maybe yeah. the WA clubs? What about you? Yeah, probably again Fremantle. Fremantle, but you supported Melbourne last year. You said they were going to win it all and then they didn't. You said they'd never lose. Oh, I did say that. All right, it's time for another prediction. Um, who, who retired from Geelong? Did, are they still good? Uh, Joel Selwood, Selwood retired. They've got da- Paddy yeah. Ainsfield as their captain now. Okay, they won't win. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, I'll have my, all my predictions ready for you next just episode. Double down no, no, give us one. Blindly give us one because it's going to be better than any research that you do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't need that. <laughs> no, no, not no, it is. No, it is. It is. It is. I'll admit that. <laughs> That's fine. Um, who's an up and coming club? Who came second last year? Uh, who, Sydney. Who was even. Nah, they won't win. Why, Sydney? Why not? Nah, they won't. I just have a feeling. <laughs> 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 who was third? Uh, Sydney. Mm, they won't win. <laughs> okay. No, like Car- Carlton or something, like third and fourth, right? No, Carlton. Oh, no, they, 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 they you know, I, reckon, yeah. I reckon Collingwood. I reckon Collingwood. Oh, you're going to say Let's Collingwood? Let's do it. All right. It's well. going to be a Collingwood Frio grand final and it's Collingwood are going to win by about 40 points. Love it. We did a bit of video with Collingwood that's coming out soon, actually. Uh, it hasn't been approved by the club or the AFL. It might not be. Uh, based on the amount of swearing in it, but um, we'll see. You and your swearing once again. Yeah, well, it's just Hot real. Enough. We swear. Keep People a, swear. Be real. Keep a lid on it, bozo. Um, Sorry about that one. <laughs> oh, rude. Stop swearing. Uh, guys, <laughs> we, speaking of like shitty articles, uh, there was another one, Charlie Dixon poised for a breakout year. Charlie Dixon is the full forward from Port Adelaide. He's 32 years old. Yeah, he's mm. been in the system for like 14 years now. <laughs> there was one about Andrew Gaff too. Who was saying like Andrew Gaff, uh, as fit as he was when he was 18, uh, running like he's running 18 like he's 18. Yeah. You know when he was running better when he wasn't 32 or 33 <laughs> when he was 18. I think he was I, I running like better. I like to think since he's been 18 and you know aged, he'd know how to run like technically better. He actually runs with a limp. Like he want because he's like got a pretty good tank. He like almost limps around the field. He's really like a, he's really stiff when he runs. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Like, so I, it I looks don't like know. he doesn't want to be running. Maybe he's but got he rid of the limp or something like that. But it's just the optimism of all these articles is so funny. It's just like there's not much going on. Um, mm. Speaking of shit articles, uh, the West Australian had one talking about Snoop Dogg, and it was like an opinion piece saying that Snoop Dogg, um, Snoop Dogg's tropes about smoking weed and getting lit. Is can be damaging to children. <laughs> oh yeah, big time, big time. Ra- rapper who does drugs probably not yeah. good influence on young kids. <laughs> it's not working <laughs> out. Snoop Dogg, like, UFC is here. It's great. Everyone punches everyone. That's good for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Snoop actually, Dogg. Um, I read Snoop Dogg is smoking weed like he's eighteen again. <laughs>
Manchester United are seemingly one step closer to selling the club after getting absolutely owned by Liverpool in a 7-0 defeat on Sunday. They actually legally have to call Liverpool daddy from now on or the club will be sent to jail. Is that true? Yeah, they do. It's this, it's this weird uh, rule in... Like an old English law. Yeah. Rule. Yeah, daddy. It's like still in oh, there. Oh, daddy. Uh, yeah, Liverpool three points behind Tottenham now as they chase that last Champions League spot and they've also got a game in hand so they might actually claw their way back in uh, to Europe for next season. But uh, another funny thing happened in that game. They're getting um, over Brexit or something. There was a pitch invader who slid in during the celebrations of the seventh goal oh, yeah. um, at Anfield and injured, like a fan, like injured one of the Liverpool players Ooh. in the cell, like slid in. And Andy Robertson, who's like a Liverpool left or right back, like, like did a slide tackle. Did, yeah, he like slid tackle and then so Jurgen went Klopp, to inj- injure him. No, I just like went to jump in the celebrations and like ran into one of the Liverpool players. And then Jurgen Klopp, the Liverpool coach, as this guy's getting like carried away by security, is just like absolutely laying into this guy for being a fuckwit. And fair enough, like you'd feel like such a turd. I bet I bet Jurgen was like, it's Klopper in time. <laughs> it's Klopper in time. This, this pitch about has gone. I'm only going on if there's seven goals. I've got away. For, <laughs> I've got away for the seventh. Six nil. Six nil. Is that not yet? What, so what are the so Man United fans or riots, death threats? Surely, what are they doing? Cutting nah, out memberships. Uh, they've like, had a few like big losses. They're actually not as bad this year as they are last year. Um, they actually they have some hope this year. Harry, I had a little look at into some membership facts about the Man- Manchester United. There's 120 thousand people on the wait list. For really that, for that club. So this is going. to... You might never in your lifetime never join it. Liverpool's waitlist closed in 2011. But if you want to support Southampton or Burnley, then you've got no issues because they've got no one waiting. Speaking of membership, one of my favourite things, like what the European, like especially the EPL do really well, is like I think Tottenham had this complex. And if you're a member of the club, you can use their gym. Like you get free access to the gym or there's like a separate gym. But like what the Herald Sun did, as much as it's a giant piece of shit, like it... um, (laughs) It did put out this article where it had like a graphic and I really liked it because it showed all the clubs, um, what they give you for your membership, exactly how much it is, like how many games you get access to and if you get a scarf. Because so many are digital now and you don't actually get the scarf or something like that. And the smallest thing can add so much. Like if I was, you know, I've worked my whole life to get a West Coast membership or a Collingwood membership or something like that. I don't know how yeah. other or MCC. Yeah. You want but a hat at least. The smallest benefits help so much. I was in a hotel on Thursday, um, guys, when I was travelling Australia. And um, <laughs> it, it, it offered free candy. And I probably had $4 worth of candy, but I was like, geez, I'm rich. You strike me as the person that would take like an entire fucking handful of candy on the desk based well, on that uh, banana, yeah, banana and apple s- story. Well, my hand was a bit wet and had gunk on it, but I just did bare <laughs> hand into it. If I was waiting 10 years for a membership to an AFL team, I'd want to be able to train with the club. Oh, come on. Sam Kerr's goal after just 98 seconds was not enough as Chelsea went down 3-1 to Arsenal in the League Cup final. Also, her brother's car wash on Stirling Highway has had some major renos and according to some pod listeners, is pretty Kerr-app. Okay, briefly, briefly on the football because I'm going to get to the... Um, I don't want to bury the lead here. Arsenal, we had two Aussies in the winning Arsenal team, Steph Catley and Caitlin Ford. That's good. Yeah. <sighs> Car wash. This is 
gut wrenching for those that uh, were on the ride last year. Basically, um, <laughs> you Sam skipped Kez, over the football pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I need to talk about this car football. Wash. But speaking of the car yeah. wash, <laughs> car wash, car wash, car wash, car wash. Okay, sorry, I spoke a lot about this car wash. It was like thirty bucks in and out, and you'd just get four dudes with big broomsticks, and they'd scrub your car, and it was immaculate. Some of the best value in a in you know, in a world where the cost of living um, is rising and just being able to go to that car wash for 30 bucks um, really made my, made my day when I went there. And I have it on good authority that this new automated car wash, uh, renovated car wash is just, it's not it. Can we um? Oh, that's pretty, can we pretty, get to something else? That was pretty emotional. <laughs> I know. Stop crying. That was pretty Stop emotional. Stop crying. Does that work? <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I've seen on that. Thanks. NBA star Ja Morant is really good at basketball and apparently also holding guns and bashing children. The grizzly bear dunked on himself and could face a lengthy suspension for his off-court antics. He's a human being, by the way. He's not an actual bear, but he plays for the Grizzlies. Um, I was thinking like... This is so weird because he went from being one of the most like likeable, up and coming like faces of the league, like extremely loved player in the NBA. And then suddenly there's a report of him like throwing hands with a minor... Up to 12 uh, punches thrown. Yeah, a minor. I mean someone under 18, not someone um, that works Rio Tinto. Under the ground. Um, And then then there's an Instagram live and he's holding a gun. Really? Yeah. Guns are cool though. Um, Guns are cool. I was yeah. thinking like... Gunny. Is, is there an... You know how in when players in AFL get in trouble with like white substance... And or NRL. It's cocaine. Well. Is there a gun equivalent to white substance? Yeah, um, super soaker. Hey, that's what he said. It was Nerf. <laughs> or like an, L, an L-shaped metal... Uh, Projectile. You can get those firing It was object. a dildo, mate. It was a big old dildo. Could be one of those like fly swat... Like yeah, guns yeah. that shoot salt. Shoot pellets. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny this like... um. I saw a hell funny TikTok about it. It was just like asking the question of why he needs to do all this stuff. It's like to show that he's still gangster, just because he grew up in grew up in the hood. It's like a really good story, and he was 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 even like when he was drafted, he was like, I want to. He was taken number two. I want to like how good he'll be, and then he's been amazing. Um, but it's like you, you're probably about to get fifty to sixty million US dollars a year. Yeah, signed a two million dollar deal. Just like get rid of the guns for a bit. He's like, no, nah, we still gangsters. You'll be though. fine, mate. Yeah, Fifty they million dollars. They need to know. They need they to know. Need still to know. bash him. He'll yeah. be fine. No, no, He's no. Too hard. At the F1 season opener in Bahrain, Zoomy Zoomy race car fans could only seek excitement from the monumental McLaren meltdown, as Verstappen has clearly already won the 2023 drivers' championship. Yeah, he dominated. It is looking like another fairly boring season of uh, Formula oh, One. Verstappen too Netflix. good. Red Bull too good. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Harry, we're not experts when it comes to sport, right? Speak for yourself. Oh, well, we're probably closer to nuffies, right? Once again, my friend, speak for yourself. We can't just keep saying speak for yourself. What What are you then? What? Where do you sit? Speak for yourself. <laughs> are you broken? <laughs> all right, I'm a casual observer. Okay, cool. Is that all right? Yeah, it's all right, I guess. But um, What are you then? What are you? Expert. Oh. <laughs> But if I do want to take a pun and don't know what to include, I can look at the Neds app, popular same game multis, which lets you copy trending bets. Available on all AFL games every round, Josh. Ned's popular same game multis are created by the punters or nuffies and shared for other punters. And plus, you can add or remove legs easily to any popular same game multi. Head to the Neds app and take it to the Neds level. 
You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Oh, oh, Netflix will make something good out of it. Yeah. They always do. Uh, Dan Ricciardo would have been stoked with the, uh, the, the result after, after being laugh. sacked by McLaren and then they absolutely stunk it up. Uh, Norris did finish the race in last place out of the people that did finish it, 18th, and uh, Piastri, our Aussie, Aussie mate, sadly um, fell out pretty much. He's basically gone in for a pit stop and uh, he needed to change the steering wheel over. I don't know why you need to do that. You have to turn the car off for some reason. They couldn't turn it back on. That's always an issue. Mine does that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Mine. Often, so often it's, mine. sometimes it's because you need to like, at least in my car, like I need to turn the wheel a bit and then turn. I don't know if he tried that. Oh, maybe because yeah. his steering wheel was out, he couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And he's trying to do the bolt, but he doesn't have the leverage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck! Why aren't we in that? They need. There's surely there's a set of jumper leads around the F1 garage. I like, find with mine, I, I pop the boot and then I reel the attachment to the battery and then I, it restarts. But then my um my radio settings are all re- mm. reset. I'd love Piastri going. Or the mechanic behind him going, all right, try that. I'm just going to wriggle this one. All yeah. right, try it now. Try it now. And it inevitably doesn't work and I'm fired. Then his radio doesn't and work. And his car's car just going, yeah, 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 yeah. And then nothing. Oh, Doing no. those ones. Should be fun, though. We've got no offers to go to the F1 yet. I haven't really done anything, but um, I don't know. Guys, if you're out there and you want to send us there, let us know. Yeah. Peter Ball's support staff have admitted to deliberately leaking a false positive drug test to make sure that he has enough to talk about when facing the drill sergeants after being announced on the upcoming season of SAS Australia. What a season it's going to be. I couldn't believe my eyes when I was reading this. I thought I'd just, you know, um, browse some news before the pod today. And, uh, oh, what? <laughs> just picturing, like, the SAS side, he's like, you think you're fucking good, don't you, mate? And then he's like, yeah, I'm okay. And he's like... Couldn't even get third, <laughs> could ya? Couldn't Ted even get it. third. What about the drug test? Oh, yeah, it, was it was false. false. false uh, yeah, it's fine. Five hundred thousand dollars reportedly they're paying him for the, the appearance on SAS Australia and an interview, Channel Seven. Really? Um, you know who else is going on this show? You? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Cocaine Cassie. What? Cocaine Cassie lined up for SAS Australia. Is yeah. she out? And it's going to be... A, time? Yeah, and it's going to be no doubt one of those cases like when Chappelle Corby went on it and was there for one episode. Has Channel 7 become the most um, lame? Like the, the most sort of like... like remember, they're, they're remember all, they're this all person? Pl- like, remember that per- Yeah, well, no, yeah they're like, on a show. Because that, that show doesn't do that well with the ratings. It like, probably does, does enough. Like, they've got like Australian Idol. they got this. Like, Are they the... And then they're always fucking up the news thing. Like, Are they the, the lamest one now? Like... Do, to, like maybe you cringe in mo- more than any on there. Yeah, have we got a different like perception here in Perth because it's like they just have a big footprint on things here in Perth. No, but I mean, I just mean that. Yeah, maybe, but like just the shows, like the shows. Oh and yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. Is S- Wayne Carey on it? S- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> SAS Australia was um, it was shiny mm. and it rated well at the start. I think it's just falling over a little bit. Mm. The Peter Ball one's so funny though because he he would like in the meeting and they'll be like knocking over his water and be like. Pick that up. And he'd be like, okay, I'm fine. You can run, Bowl, but <laughs> can like, you fight? You, you've had it pretty easy to this point, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, I got that just then. You've had it pretty easy. Ooh, ooh, you've, you've migrated to Australia. Oh, Come right. out of poverty and done well. Done racing. You're not in the Olympic Village anymore, Bowl. <laughs> 
This is going to change everything. Cocaine Cassie. It'd be so funny if like Cocaine Cassie's on it. And then Wayne carries next to her and is just like, oh, you make me sick. I just had yeah. ibuprofen. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. That is coke. Hey, imagine if your name forever is cocaine. <laughs> that is such a shocker. You've gone... Oh, fucked up here, haven't I? I'm now called Cocaine Cassie. If her name, it's if, just Cassie. Stop using my nickname. If her name was like Isabel, no one would remember her. Yeah. Is her, is her name now on her passport? <laughs> cocaine, last name Cassie. Yeah. Maybe, cocaine Cassandra. Officially on the passport, Cassandra. Yeah. What if her name was Abby? You'd be like Amphetamine Abby. Yeah. They just yeah, alter it. Yeah. They find a way. There has to be something. The nickname writers find a way at oh, seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Iconic Australian pest Daryl Braithwaite proved once again that no one is safe from hearing his rendition of Horses after performing the song in front of 70,000 onlookers in Sydney. Along with backup singer Harry Styles. Yeah, Harry Styles. He's left the country, guys. He's out of Australia, the whirlwind tour of Australia. He's done his off to New Zealand. Um, I tell you what. He's, what is, this tour is insane. 170 shows. He did like 14 in a row at Madison Square Garden. Wow. Like, insane. But I did go along. To Madison Square uh, Garden? Uh, yes. Perth's answer to Madison Square Garden. HBF Park. HBF Park. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? Which is the home of the Perth glory, of course. It was really, really good. Yeah. It, I, I, it. I, yeah, I, uh, yeah. it isn't? No, no, no. Oh, okay. You're not across Ma- it? Tell us about Harry Styles. Masso, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Styles is good. Bought my merch. $60 for a crap t shirt that says Harry's house on it. it I st- needed that. Was it styles ish? It was stylish. Styles ish. It was styles ish, mates. What else happened? Ran into the premier of this great state there. What did you say? Tried hi? To, yeah, I said hi to Mr. McGowan. Um, tried to make a bit of a gag. I don't think he was into it, though. And you're like, I just said, hey, Mark, how you going? Because I'd known him like, through another job. Oh, my, okay. My other, my other um, side job. And I was you like, politics. I went to, yeah, I went, I was like, oh, Mark, it's pretty weird you came to Harry Styles by yourself. I was like, basically calling him all It's like, like uh, shut the fuck he's up. Like, I'm here Harry, with my daughter. Okay, I'm, I'm here with my, my daughter. daughter. I was like, all right, I guess I'll see you next time you're coming to work. <laughs> all right, like, see you fucking see, weirdo. See you later. <laughs> no, he's good. He's good. He's good. Um, also, <laughs> Harry Styles, I got. Nice cover up. I got, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Um, I got, uh, someone else to go on my shoulders. Oh, yeah. And um, I thought, you know, there was a festival here back in the day called Southbound. We'd all go down to it, get people on your shoulders. Mm. It kind of, um, I was like, yeah, I'm 30 now. Oh, I'll give it a go. We'll give it a crack. It was really hard. Like, this is not, <laughs> this is like not um, anything to do with her, um, uh, like her weight and stuff. So, but um, the legs don't quite have it anymore. And my neck was sore for a week. Well, you've been training pretty hard. I'm surprised. Yeah, I know. Yeah, someone that, <laughs> for someone that spends a lot of time in the gym, I'm surprised, Harry. Yeah, it's weird. I also saw um, Harry Styles did someone's gender reveal at his Sydney concert. Uh, yeah, he does it all. He yeah, helps, he does it all the time. He helps people from the LGBTQI community come out and he helps... You've got the plus, cunt. <sighs> sorry, sorry. Um, he, he pretty much he helps with wedding um, marriage proposals. What about like... Um, you reckon if I had a sign that was like, do my 2021-22 taxes? <laughs> Giorgio. It'd be what? type. He'd be right. saying, Why? All right, everyone, make some noise right, for occupation. Giorgio. <laughs> you take January over there. And he's just going, he's tapping. All right, <laughs> do you have the receipts? Like, well, if you don't have the invoice receipts, you can't claim it. <laughs> How many kilometres travelled, Giorgio? <laughs> and I know it's not tax deductible. <laughs> 
Um, guys, speaking of just finishing up with, I want to thank you very much, Harry, for the Harry's update. Yeah, cool. um, Harry, Harry, Harry. Um, guys, I was invited to the Fox Footy launch on Thursday. Um, a lot of weird stuff happening. I told you, you're swimming in the pool. Uh, interviewed Nathan Buckley and had this grab. Um, I just have one question, and this is like, might be a bit touchy. Um, have you ever seen Dom Sheed in a social setting, like after that year? Needs to be Have you ever like bumped into him at a pub or in Melbourne or something? No, I haven't. But I hear his name constantly. Yeah, it's like um, in your dreams. No, 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 no. I've moved past it. I'm no, sorry. no. Like he's um, all credit to him. Really good premiership player now, based off that bloody kick. You know what do you do? Yeah. I'm I'm going to sort of try and just be as tough and sort of keep the front as I can because I'll probably after this I'll go right out the back and just have a bit of a cry. Jamara Hagen from the Western Bulldogs, pretty good guy. Um, he was pretty intrigued by us too. I caught up with him and made an instant report. Um, all right, if we just like all laugh together like we're friends, pretending we're friends. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um, good goal last year, that one from 60. Yeah, it was actually nice, wasn't it? I, loved, I was pretty happy with it. But uh, of all the people there, Jonathan Brown, like all these people that were like frolic in the pool, I didn't, didn't really care too much. I just wanted one man. Anthony Hudson, the best commentator in the comp. We, we, we use his uh, grabs all the time. 13, 13. <laughs> Just caught up with him, wanted to know what goes into it. And wanted, you know what? And he was so happy with the interview. He also wanted to get a beer with me. People don't often think about the commentators as the stars, but what's the most repeated to you by bloke, the bloke in the pub or the street? Uh, it's probably 13, 13, yeah. Which when you think about it, it's just saying a number, isn't it? So that's kind of weird, but yeah, it's probably 13. Is it frustrating that it was such an irrelevant game, but it was such an iconic call? Yeah, I, I think when someone kicks that amount of goals, it's probably, um, yeah, it's, I mean, as a, as a contest, there wasn't much, but there was the interest in, in what he would kick. And then I think part of it was just how late he kicked those goals at the end, which made it so good, which was sort of what made the call net, like a surprise that he'd actually, because I thought he'd kick 12 and thought that was all he was going to get. So, yeah, it was, um, so, yeah. I mean, anything around Buddy is yeah, just been a, unbelievable to call, really. From Perth, a lot of West Coast fans love your 2006 score. Well, who would have thought the sequel? Who would have thought the sequel would be just as good as the original? So, do you prep these? Does it come on the spot? How much prep's involved? Um, I mean, the ones you probably like the most are the ones that just come to you in that instant. That one I did think of, I think it was just the night before. I was just thinking, what happens if, you know, like this happens or that happens? And I just thought, oh, yes, the last year was un unreal. and. Um, so I don't think I wrote it down like word for word, but I, I was playing in my head with the sequel. Um, and then, yeah, when it got to the end, I was sort of like, the, that'll work sort of thing. So. Do you have a favourite or a top three or some, one that you or I'm actually pretty happy with that? That one came off pretty well. So sometimes it's good to use one that, I mean, Dennis was the probably the first one to really have to have that level of thought into what he was going to say. And, I, you know, you kept, you, he was extraordinary because you could just pick the right time you would never um, because that's always the temptation if you do have a line or a word that you would like to you know you think it will, will kind of work the hard thing is to hold back um, 
on on using it. So, like for Carl Amon, because I'm a golf fan, I had Amon, Amon Corner from the Masters in my head for about five years, and eventually, like, he kicks a goal half from the pocket, and I'm like, and I used it, and I was like, I really wasted that, you know, like, I should have waited till he got a better goal, so... There's, there's a few like that, but yeah, most of the time I think you know, what you want to be really doing is just calling it as you see it. And sometimes those words come to you in the moment and sometimes they just don't and you've just got to accept that sort of thing. Uh, are there any draftees you've looked at and been like, you know, this is a name I can work with this year? Do you look at the list and go, you know what, like last year, Rochelle, Rochelle on the telly. A lot of things wrong with Rochelle, Donatelli. Um, I haven't really yet. You can use that, by the way. Yeah, thank you very much, yeah. When, when they get drafted, on draft night you kind of look and go, oh yeah, that one... That one could be all right, but I, I haven't at this stage, so we'll, we'll just take it game by game and player by player. Uh, Dan Cometti is really kind with this time, a, a genuinely loves footy still. How often do you speak to him, if you do at all? Uh, no, I don't really speak to him regularly or anything. Obviously, like, if I'm in Perth or see him, yeah, that, that's great. But, um, yeah, I, I do remember when we... Um, uh, when I was working with Dennis at Channel 7 a long, long time ago and uh, went on a holiday to Western Australia and we went to Margaret River and um, the very first person we saw in the resort we were staying at was Dennis and he said, uh, why don't you come out to dinner with myself and my wife Vi? So we, we went out to dinner and I was like, righto, because I didn't know Dennis that well. I was like, surely by the end of the night he'll have a normal voice. But it was still... Pass the pepper, please. Eloise. He came up behind him like a librarian. He never heard him. No surprise, everybody. Uh, do you remember your bad calls? Like, you, you have obviously famous calls, but do, do any spring to mind because a lot of athletes remember the worst day more than their best day? Um, I, I, could, I couldn't, like, hopefully, I couldn't really tell you what they were exactly. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, they, if you, it's more probably around making a mistake or, um, you know, someone, probably more an identification mistake or something like that where you get angry with yourself and and it can really affect your calling. So what you learn as you get older is you just got to, just got to, you know, put it behind you and it'll still annoy you, it'll still gnaw away at you, um, you know, particularly if it was a goal or a mark or whatever and if it's going to be replayed and you sort of go, oh, you know, <laughs> please be kind, editors. Um, but... Yeah, uh, you just yeah, like anything. Once you've slept on it, and the next guy, you realise that no one else is worrying about it, so don't worry about it. I just have some quick ones. Um, funniest time someone's quoted you in the street because it's it's not as it, you wouldn't get Christian Petrarca kind of people coming up to you, but it's the weirdest place someone has been like uh, yelling thirteen or whatever at you. Yeah, um, it's a good question. Yeah, I, I, probably that, and I, I see it, but I don't believe it or whatever. It's probably the other ones. Explain Sarong so right to me, like the what that means. He got down, he got up again. Sarong, oh! oh! so right. Uh, well, can't you work it out? I'm just joking. <laughs> Can you just say into the camera, kick it forward? Is that all right? No, you, no, you're not going to say it. Kick it sideways. For fuck's sake. <laughs> kick it forwards. This week's episode is sponsored by Revo Fitness. For just nine sixty nine a week and no lock-in contracts, you can have muscles just like Giorgio. Oh, yeah. All right, that's actually pretty cheap. Open 24-7 nationwide in WA, South Australia, Victoria, and New South Wales. I've legitimately gone there for about a decade and even did a chin-up there about a decade ago. Don't be Devo. Get to Revo Fitness. <laughs> oh, yeah.
Veer Muscles. Great superstars. Cold regards. You've got mail. Oh, nice. Another <laughs> new sting. Georgia's on a fight. Three for three from New Georgia. Hold on, Jay. Yeah, that one only took me four days, so... This is Mail It In. So we hear from you, the fans, whether it's a comment on a page, one of our videos, or mailing the email, kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com. That's kickitforwardmailbag. Now, we actually had a couple of submissions over the summer. Now, we'll get to a very important segment halfway through this, which, Harry, you'll be leading, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just wanted to go through some of the backlog, and I'll read through them now, guys. Um, also, just quickly had, like, a funny comment the other day. Uh, someone just wrote on something. Um, it was at AH. Baby, wake up. Josh Gallup posted a video about an incredibly niche joke. <laughs> Good comment. Well done. And I was like, oh, that is kind of like half of the stuff I chuck up. Oh, my God. We had a recent email that I haven't actually read yet. Oh, read it live. Okay. Uh, Kai Docker. Hey, Giorgio and Co. Oh, okay. That hurts. Um, can't wait for your beautiful voices to be put in my ears, ear holes again when you start. I'd love an investigation into the foodies of the AFL in either two formats. One, the form correlation with the TikTok foodies like Cam Zerha, Bulls Cooking and Christian Petrarca and Tom Mitchell. Oh, my God. I have fresh info on this. Or two, uh, the weird food, food rituals such as mm. Steph Martin eating six Maxi Bong, Scott Lysett eating an apple pie. Um... Uh, the night before a game, Tom Mitchell eating a box of shades, et cetera, et cetera, Peter Siddle and his bananas before the game. So pre-game rituals that are a bit weird that often dietitians would sneeze at. Anyway, Huru, sent from your mum's landline. <laughs> what are you doing in mum's house, Kai? <laughs> Thank you very much, very Kai. Timely, That's a yep. fucking yeah. good email. Um, guys, right. what do you reckon, part one or two? Do you want to talk about the foodies? Because I've actually got something on that recently because I prepared for Christian Petrarca at the Fox Footy launch and they were all questions about Cam Zerha's cooking. Because Cam Zerha is a thing called Bull's Cooking where he actually cooks properly. And I was going to ask Christian Petrarca deadpan just about Cam Zerha because Petrarca cooks on his cooks TikTok mostly. On TikTok, yeah. but, um, and he's a midfield bull, but Bull's Cooking's already taken. Is he, is he stealing from a fellow AFL cookery? Oh, my God. <laughs> really interesting. About it. And Tom Mitchell, I met him on Friday night at a pub. Uh, legend But I didn't ask him about it. Yeah, he had a schnitzel. And he wasn't that intrigued by me. Tom schnitzel. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. What did he have it with? Uh, gravy. Tom sauce. Didn't eat the salad. I'll say it again. I don't think anyone heard. Tom sauce. Now we heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, you know what's always funny? It just reminded me with um, Petrarca's like cooking videos on TikTok. Because obviously they go viral because there's so many AFL fans that watch it. And then because it goes viral, it gets exposed to a lot of people who obviously have no idea who he is. Yeah. So there's like so many comments that are like, love you, truck, like win on the weekend, et cetera, et cetera. And then so many other people that are just like, you fucked up this dish. And just like your knife skills are fucking junk. And people that have just been exposed to it having no idea who he is. Well, presumably his, from like other countries. He's putting his skills on the line here. He's he got to is. expect feedback. Yeah. Well, I suppose he's, he's, he's taking something he isn't the master of. And, and he really can, you know, you can chop up a midfield, yeah. but can you do it with an onion? Yeah, All right. right. We, I haven't read these prior. I haven't read them for a month or two, but this is from A Game of Two Halves from Mitchell Oliver. Boys, just heard Josh on Just the Gist, which is another podcast, now going back and listening to the full credit apps. This is by far one of the funniest podcasts I've ever heard. <laughs> wow. We didn't, we didn't say it. 
anyway, can't wait for episode one of season two. As a man from Victoria, which is approximately 2.5 Nullarbor Plains east of Perth, very good. Now it's in my brain, I didn't know prior to then. Thank God. Um, I've had to convert each member of the pod of to <laughs> each member of the pod to a Victorian equivalent. Josh is a tall basketball version of Dill Buckley, but way funnier. Harry is like Jack on Christian O'Connell show, Jack Post. Oh. Great hype guy. Do you boys know have gold FM in Perth? No, we don't. And Giorgio reminds we me of a str- yeah, strong Italian community uh, in my town, Shepparton, Shepresent. That's Mitchell Oliver and he's an accountant, I believe. That is so kind. What a- Wait, so what was my character? Did I just get a whole town? Uh, yeah, you're the small town of Shepparton that has a lot of Italians. So you guys are people and I'm an entire fucking town. You're a stereotype. Of yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should be appalled by that what a or, or happy with it. Right. Um, Brad Maver, I think he's from New Zealand, um, he said, hey boys, and any update on uh, when, if the full credit speedos will be available, was looking and they don't exist. Well, they don't exist. We actually end up hooking yeah. up Sam Anderson with a contact at Budgie Smuggler, um, really nice guy. And um, but th- that is the answer right now. We will be doing merch soon, though. Oh, now that we're, we're going to be doing merch. Oh, I've got a, I've got a question about merch. It's been on my mind for a long time. I know we're going to do merch. Can I speak to head of merch over here? Kick it forward. Go for it. <sighs> Can we wear our own merch? Can one wear their own merch? Yeah, self promotion. Uh, yeah, it's got our faces on it. Nah, yeah, big time. It's a talking point. Big time. Yeah. Harry has a Harry's house shirt. Yeah, it's about his house. Yeah, does it have your face on it though? It will soon. It does. I don't know. Maybe that's the merch we'll do. We'll just get the exact I get, same I get photo, big chuck sniffing, your face on it. I get big <laughs> sniffing your own farts vibes. Hey, I've got one. Um, Sometimes they smell good. This came in over summer while we were at the Australian Open. I saved this. Okay. Uh, this is from James Hayes. Uh, he said, Hi, Giorgio. I was at the Australian Open yesterday walking through the surrounds when I saw Josh being videoed for what looked like Channel 9. Me being excited to see the lead man from my favourite podcast... Called out to say hi to Josh. To my surprise, Josh's response was a long, elongated, fuck. I may have distracted him during his interview, but I was concerned that his reaction may have been caused by stress from his new big gig with Channel 9. Anyway, I thought I'd let you know so you can make sure the big man isn't too wound up with such a full plate. Maybe a few ales over the wood at your favourite local pub might help settle Big Red. Anyway, Uru, if you're ever down in Geelong... Maybe we could grab a beer. I know exactly what he's talking about. So um, Giorgio left over like five days or something. We made a couple of videos. One with John Millman who was really funny but we only had like nine minutes. Um, we're there with Channel 9 which is like – it's hard to pitch to Channel 9 when they've just paid like, like $100 million for broadcast rights. Hey, do you mind if we do a small stupid video that requires some resources? And they're like, no, fuck off. <laughs> but then one day they were like, okay, we're actually going to give you a camera person um, and, and three producers so it looks like it's real – and you're going to go out and interview drunk people. Yes. on the Saturday, it's, it's actually a very fun event. I don't know if what you thought, Giorgio. Did you? I thought it was awesome. Uh, I didn't really have any expectations, but like the scale of the event, the venue, like the amount of shit you can just go do over a day is so cool. The fact so they haven't priced out people too. Like if you go day, first or second day, you can see a great match and it's after 5pm it's still $19. Like so... People were there, they go every year with the same bunch of mates and it's still affordable for the general populace and you have 22 courts there. So you can see, um, uh, you know, there was the young Australian uh, guy. Demon No, of Japanese descent. Um, he ended up winning the doubles. It's going to kill me that I've, I've forgotten his name. But um, he played an amazing five-setter on day one on a really far out court and it was just this epic game and he's pumping up the crowd. And there's only 100 seats. But that itself was worth the price of entry if you could find a seat.
Skinny seats. Anyway. All right, I'll go to the Australian Open one day. <laughs> he was, no, I was, I was really impressed yeah. with it all. Anyway, and the Channel 9 people were fucking cool, so please give us more work. Um, <laughs> that moment, I was stressed because we, we, they made me stay an extra day to try and get something because all the stuff we did all right, but it didn't do amazing. And they were like, oh, I was like, just send me out there with a camera person. We'll get funny people. It'll be good. We ended up having to cut a bit because it was on their, their channels. They couldn't have swear words. And I swore heaps. I was like kind of doing my normal thing of being awkward and I was swearing. But then I, it was hell funny because we were doing an intro. We're here at uh, the Oz Open and we're going to interview punters or whatever or yeah. something like that. And I was wearing Matthew Pavlich's kit for the week yes. because it was the only one my height that could fit me. A bit, uh, bit big in the chest. Yeah, a little bit. Big shoulders. Third time fucking it up and then I say it and then, got it! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> and I ended up using that for one of the clips. So I wasn't angry at all. It was just more of a character, but I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, g'day, champions. Oh, this is Sam Evans. Currently listening to the start and from the start and have thoroughly enjoyed up to this point. Truly hope it doesn't go downhill. Anyway, while watching uh, Gravity Falls today, what's Gravity Falls? Can't I don't know. No idea. Oh, I think it's a TV show, like a cartoon. Okay. Find out. I noticed in the end credits they feature a snippet of you, your podcast in episode seven of season one. To see this, simply click on the link and then fast forward to oh, two thirty nine. No. Kios talk. No, to don't yourself. do this. This is going to be Rick Roll. Two, no, it's 239. All right. Can you guys entertain each other, entertain the people right now? Yeah, okay. Why don't we do a hook, Giorgio, for Harry's Big House because there's a new sting and, and a bloody exciting <laughs> okay, bloody I don't segment. work in radio. What a hook, bloody segment coming up. It's going to be awesome. Right after this commercial break. What's Harry's Big House? Why don't you fill uh, people with these? Harry's Big House is where yeah. we, um, we punish crime. People. Yeah, submitted by the people. You do the crime, you do the time. Yeah, that's right. And guess what? We had a, we had a break over summer, but Harry's Big House didn't. I was working every day. <laughs> working every single day. Just found Cases the Cases piling up on my desk. Oh, not another one. Not another one. Oh, I think we've padded for long Are enough. we? Are we good, Josh? Nice. Uh, yeah, we could. I passed You guys can't see, it's a dude pressing audio buttons. <laughs> and it's the credits. I need all these sounds. Oh, that sounds like episode four from last year. <laughs> I'm saving, I'm actually going to... No, I, ne I need I'm, all these I'm sounds. I'm going to record that and yeah, save that. Thank I, you so much. I need much. to add it to the library. Um, guys, <laughs> send your emails to kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com. Guys, uh, do you want to move on? I don't know. Did we forget any segments? I've got a couple more emails. I think that's, emails. It. that's the end, I'm sure. Yeah, it's so weird. I'll, I'll look through the emails while you're doing your segment and then not that I won't be focusing uh, and then I'll, I'll, if there's any really good ones, I'll bring them up. For sure. Can I, can I just speak to the producers quickly? Uh, why is Harry's Big House this far back in the episode? Some of the best content on the pod. It's the, to keep listeners hooked because the, they know it's coming. Yeah, I don't, in, it's for listener retention. Yeah, I, okay, okay. I had a Lint in her person submission in Melbourne was like over there like you guys need to go honestly like you need to go Melbourne yeah Melbourne what is it like uh, okay. play the sting okay so you know coffee <laughs> forget everything you ever learned <laughs> about coffee oh. Mr. President can this wait I've got bigger fish to fry God bless my friend Harry Harry's big house yeah, Harry's Big House is back. Wow. Harry's Big House is back, guys. And uh, the first submission for 2023. I've just got a few over summer. 
to um, uh, assess and I had a look at all of them and I've uh, decided this one needs desperate action. So Eric Sidey or Eric City, thanks for your email. Eric says, I've got two absolute pearlers for one of our mates named Christo. Had a big group of us boys going to the cricket and he very kindly offered to be the one to purchase the tickets and uh, for us and, uh, and then we'd all transfer him. On the day we arrived to the cricket, he's bragging about how good the seats are. At this point in time, he hasn't sent anyone the tickets yet. And as he's going on about how good the seats are, one of, um, one of us asked if we will be undercover as there is forecasted a chance of showers, to which he smugly replies, don't have to worry about that, boys. The best thing is we're in the dry area. This airhead got us tickets in the alcohol-free dry zone. <laughs> sh shacked up with all the young families. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh my god. So, Has he never been to a sporting event before? So, it's okay, he's got a bit more. Also, he says, also, we went to the Boxing Day test last week and Christo went to get his round. He came back with two drinks since they'd reduced the max purchase amount. Here's the kicker. Bloke came back with, the two, with two drinks in a tray. You, he says, you have two hands, you fucking bellend. <laughs> Uh, he says, he finishes with, anyway, that's Christo, ironically the most book smart person in our friendship group. So, all right, Eric. Uh, what a cover up your tracks, mate. Yeah, let's do it. What do you guys think? First of all, what do you guys think? Look. Let's do part A. Let's do part A first. The ticketing. Yeah, yeah. The, I think in you need to consider, like, um, his intentions were good. He's trying to organise a game for all the boys. You got uh, any gravel there? Um, he's trying to organise a game. Copyright. For all the boys, and he stuffed up. He didn't mean to. Yeah, but like if this was murder, it's it's not like if he'd killed someone, it wouldn't be murder. It'd be like um, uh, the other one, uh, manslaughter. Where like he didn't really mean to to do it. So he, you think he should get charged with manslaughter? Negligence yeah. is the name of that. Uh, guys, let me take the floor. Obviously, I I actually think it's a bit more sinister. I believe uh, the plaintiff has right to be really angry. Not really angry because it's obviously, they still watch the match, but just like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, you're an idiot. It's a big oversight. You guys want to hear my deliberation? Uh, not really, no, but no. I guess we'll probably hear it anyway. No, I don't think we get a choice, gone. Part A for the ticketing mishap. <laughs> I'll be throwing the book at Krista. We're throwing the right goddamn book at him. Uh, I want to encourage responsible consumption of alcohol, but sitting at the cricket without a drink in your hand has got to be pretty painful. Mm. Um, of all sports too. Yeah, lots of them. Um, especially if you go on there tonguing for a cold one. Um, I, want, I want justice for the boys affected and I want Christo to learn a lesson. Christo, I sentence you to organise a get-together at your place where you must provide the affected mates with a carton of beer. Uh, here's my kicker. He must, he must also sit in a chair that is roped off and has a little sign that says alcohol-free zone. <laughs> he must watch <laughs> his mates enjoy their beers while he drinks water or juice in this zone. Christo, you're allowed out of the zone once the boys have finished the carton that you bought for them. Wow. That's pretty good, actually. <sighs> Part two. Yeah, Daunting. The two beers tray incident. Now, I don't have much context around what, what exactly happened in this, in this, with this tray. The, Bring two beers back in a tray. To probably judge this case, I'd need to know exactly how he was carrying the tray. Uh, if it was with one hand and the other hand was maybe carrying like his like food or something, that's fine. What if it was a phone? Yeah, pockets were made for a reason. If he was carrying the tray with two hands, then that's pathetic. And yes, I'd lay down the law, but I just don't know. No charges. He obviously embarrassed himself enough. 
um, in front of his <laughs> friends, so I won't be taking that one any further. I, I find it quite funny. I forgot how seriously you take the uh, – when there's not two, but I've, how seriously you take it. Like it, oh, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't go silly about you like, you know what, he doesn't deserve that. That's how serious no, you take it. No, that's right. Yeah, it's fair. Hey, it's justice. justice. There it is. There's, there's the, the gravel. There's that gravel. There's that gra- Order hey, in the court. Quick question. You said he in the dry zone – was he at least out of the rain? Because I think that should be taken into consideration. Or were they in the rain and without piss? Yeah, were they in the dry zone that was actually wet from ra- like- No, I think, I think he was certain they were undercover. He was certain they were undercover. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that needs to be taken into consideration. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, I'm sure you have as a, as a judge in due diligence and abs- stuff. Of course I did. Um, any dog acts from mates, um, siblings, parents, sons, daughters, children? Stepdad. Send it in. Kick it forward mailbag at gmail.com and we'll assess them in Harry's big house. Uh, that was bloody good. We've already done, Harry. Um, oh, you can take a wig off now. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thank you. Um, oh, I, I handled yeah. the gavels. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, just remember that. I know it's. So, played in the three and three tournament over the summer. Got to the final in Melbourne and went with my friends. And then we got to the grand final in the Melbourne tournament for this thing called the Paran Summer Jam. Uh, guys, we were playing, we were a bunch of unathletic white dudes. We were all pretty tall, so we, we, but we, we played a lot of three and three. So we, we played pretty well. We ended up losing by a point and would have got a free trip to Serbia and $20,000 between mm. us. So it was a point. So that one hurt, especially when we're having a beer after. And some guys, you played pretty well. It was a lot of fun. I was like, yeah, you know what's funner? Free trip to Serbia yeah. with all my mates. Yeah. Uh, but we played this game, right? There was this guy with an afro that rocked up, an American do- dude. He was wearing a mic. He was wearing a lapel mic. Oh, yeah, serious. He's playing us. And I was like, oh, mic'd up. That's a bit weird. He stuck, stunk. We fucking torched him. I found out later on he's like a basketball influencer. Like he's got 450,000 followers on Instagram, 4.5 million on TikTok, and it's all about him being good at basketball and he runs these comps. His name's Cam Wilder. I'm, I'm happy to say this on the record. He was fucking shit. He was so bad. We torched him. We beat. He didn't even make the finals. They're filming the whole thing and he's mic'd up. Needless to say, no highlights made it out of that reel. Josh, is, that, is this you winning? What the do you mean? Is this you winning now? Is this your way of getting I, one back? I just, no, no, no. <laughs> hey, for my, I'm not good. People in basketball service be like, Garp is shit. That is the most annoying bit is he has this uh, – these guys have this – that anyone get a little highlight and chuck it up. Giorgio hitting a three could do it, you know what I mean? We could edit it so he doesn't – Why do you done. have to use – anyway, yeah. In a way, <laughs> even Harry, but like uh, – No, no. <laughs> it was so frustrating we played him and then we found out later on he was like talking shit about Australian Hoopers. This guy was fucking shit. It was so frustrating and, uh, and we, we manhandled and destroyed him. So. I, think, I think he was better than you. No, he wasn't, oh, Harry. That's what I'm trying to point out. I'm trying to fucking point out that. Anyway, he cut up the highlights from the weekend and was like, yeah, Cam Wilder torched people. But three athletic guys or four unathletic Perth guys destroyed him. Don't believe everything you see on social media, guys. Next That's week. lesson from today's pod. Shut up, Mum. Next week's headline, <laughs> Josh Garlop slams Cam Wilder in scathing <laughs> review. Yeah, please. Can we need any of the help we can get? Uh, thanks, heaps, guys. First pod back, bit oh. rusty. Appreciate those that have followed us over. Thank you to Spotify for giving us the opportunity to originally start our pod. Yep. Unfortunately, Dylan and Sarah aren't here, but guys, it feels bloody good to be back in these seats. Oh, yes. Kick it forward. And I'm excited to see what can come. Self-monetizing. Also, if anyone has a studio, a room in Perth we can use, uh, Monday Arvos, we'll be happy to to use it. To record a pod. To record a pod. Thank you very much, guys, and thanks for everyone for tuning in. We kick it forward, we kick it forward.
This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he said, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah, what are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <laughs> You need a brother-in-law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask my yeah. brother to divorce his wife, and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, do the first step, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Ned's app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip, and you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Ned's AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer, and he's more. Download the Ned's app if you haven't already and take it to the Ned's level. T's and C's apply and available on the Ned's website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.